afternoon, everybody. Rian here from IP Dimension. And I am extremely excited this afternoon because I have nobody other than Eberhard Niklaus joining me in a virtual conference. Welcome, Eberhard. Thank you, Rian. Great to be part of your, your show. Excellent, Eberhard. So um, I was really surprised that I could actually get some of your time. I, I think that you're being inundated with calls and and support requests from people, especially during this challenging COVID-19 lockdown period? Well, <laughs> it's really um, different times we find ourselves in very unexpectedly. So, um, yeah, I think, I think what's important is that we all want to be there for each other. You know, we don't just want to look out for ourselves. We, we, we all need to get through this together. So, uh, great to, great to, to um, share this opportunity with, with you and your listeners. Thank you so much. About one of the, the biggest reasons why I contacted you was that um, one of your, your strengths and your focuses are placed on uh, assisting salespeople. And I think, especially during this time, many salespeople are you know, home-based. So, um, and, and part of the advantage of being in sales is that, that you can't travel to clients and, and that you can build relationships with your clients. But now, the sales guys are stuck at home they, they are literally not allowed to go out to their prospective clients. And, and I'd like to place some focus on this. Um, and, and what sparked this was your book on successful selling unlocked. I, I finished that recently. And in that book, you place a very large focus on face-to-face -face approaches, dressing for the occasion, um, building a trust relationships in the first meeting. But what, impact does this now have in the inability to actually go out to people and, and have face-to-face -face meetings? Yes, obviously the dynamics have changed. Um, your, your, your ability to connect with others face-to-face uh, -face is definitely um, more effective than trying to connect with somebody in a, in a, in a, in a, in a virtual environment. So one does have to consider how can I how can I connect with others when I'm not in, in, in the room with them, when I'm not across the, the, the table from them? So, I, you know, one of my sales workshops that I do is uh, selling on the phone. And a lot of the concepts we discuss in that workshop is how to connect with people um, when you can't see them. Um, and we discuss some very basic things like using names. Um, people love to hear the sound of their name. Make, make sure they know your name. And use their names. Don't overdo it. It mustn't be unnatural. But people love to hear the sound of their names. And just, just something like that already uh, changes it from the, a voice to a person. And then things like smiling, um, you know, th th those are little soft skills that, that go a long way in, in connecting with others. So it's interesting here that you mentioned soft skills and um, many people suggest the use of virtual conferencing such as we are using now. So stuff like Microsoft Teams, Zoom, um, but it seems that some of the soft skills, I mean, you can hear when somebody is smiling, believe it or not, but some of those soft skills are now lost. Um, due to the fact that you, that you can't sense that anymore. Um, you had the privilege with the face-to-face -face meeting. The moment you walked into that meeting room, you already had a sense of welcoming or, listen, you're busy wasting my time. It's true, but I, I, I don't think we should downplay the, the, um, 
the ability for somebody to to uh, to sense your your motive and 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 and, and um, your feelings even even in a in a something like a Zoom meeting. You know, when 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 you talk to somebody just on the telephone and you're only listening to a voice, just you know how that person is on the inside will come through on the voice. If they are sincere, the listener will very very quickly pick up on that. So I don't think it's a case of trying to put on a, a you know a certain sort of I want to I want to um, prove to somebody that I'm, I'm I'm sincerely interested in them and that they can trust me. Uh, if the minute you try and put it on, people quickly quickly sense that and will see through it. They'll sense it. You know, so people's ability to sense your 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 sincerity, your 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 real uh, motivation, uh, will really at the end of the day depend on. What is your motivation? Because you can't hide it. If you if you are only interested in people's money and you're trying not to show that, but it's all you're thinking about, then they're going to quickly sense it. But if you are sincerely interested in helping the person with their need, then then your you know your the listener, even though they're not in the room with you, they'll quickly pick up on that. So it starts with making sure that my heart space, my head space is right, my focus is I want to help people. And they will, they will sense that. They will pick it up. Yeah, that ties back a lot to your book on successful selling. And that's um, not making the sale in the first meeting, but showing a genuine interest and, and showing that you want to assist rather than make the sale. Um, I know that you mentioned that you need to build that trust relationship. And the trust relationship is more important than the actual sale. Um, so, so this this brings me to my next question, and um, I know that you focused on on a chapter on on cold calling, but <laughs> I find that now specifically in this period that people's wallets are closed. Um, it's it's you know unruly economical times. Nobody knows what the future is holding, um, and cold calling as it is is extremely difficult. But now even more so. Do you feel that it's it's still an approach that needs to to get some attention? Um, do people still need to engage in cold calling? I Rian, by my my personal view on this is that this is not the time to do cold calling. People are not are not uh, as you say they're not open for for uh, sales. They don't want to be sold to at the moment. Um, I think people need need more support at this time. So this is the time to give support to our customers. Um, and even our prospective customers to reach out and just just ask them how are you doing? Is there anything we can help you with? Just be supportive. Um, and and in, in the process, you're building a relationship of trust. And later on, when things are, are better, then they're more likely to want to do business with you because in their time of need, you weren't trying to push sales down their throat, but you were there to to, to support them and encourage them. Yeah, that's very important. Um, so so talking about support. Um, I now see so many companies and, and individuals offering their services for free, um, especially now during the COVID-19 lockdown period. And, and I believe it's, it's part a good thing because they are showing their commitment and they are showing that they realize that they're pressing economic times. However, um, it's well known in you know, life coaching and skills coaching circles that you first need to value your own time and your skill set um, so that others can recognize that and value that. So if you now give your services away free of charge, 
um, how difficult would it be to then, after lockdown, um, charge again for those services and then put a value to it? Yeah, it's, a, it's one that needs careful consideration. I think it really comes down, Rian, to how you, how you present it, how you word it, how you package it. So, um, you know, I'll give you an example. My wife is a Pilates instructor. She's got a, she's got a, a lot of customers that, that are in the lockdown now. They obviously can't come to a studio, so she does online Zoom um, uh, classes with them. But so it, it's uh, sad that some of her regular clients are in a situation now because of the lockdown that they, they can't afford um, to come to her classes anymore. So she has, she has sort of said to them, look, because you're a regular loyal client of mine, for the period of the lockdown or for X, X amount of time, I want to, as a gift, give you the opportunity to attend these classes at no charge. So there's not an expectation that it'll continue afterwards. So when things normalize, when people can go back to work and can start hopefully earning some income again, then obviously they will understand that it will revert back to, to the way it was before. So I think it just depends on how you, how you present it. But I think if you, if you do it properly, you can score some, you can score some relationship uh, trust points with them because they will appreciate that in, their, in, the, in the time that we all find ourselves in that was so unexpected and, and a lot of these things are so outside of our control, um, that sort of help and, 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 and support, I think, goes a long way. Yeah, so um, I, I agree with you. And, and I think the focus probably should be there on, on as you mentioned, long-term um, engagements. You know, um, people that, that have been doing business with you over a long period of time. They've showed their support, so in turn, you now show your support. Um, engaging with new clients, well, yeah, that's definitely a, a whole new avenue to investigate. Um, speaking about new avenues, you recently launched a new ebook called Sell More with the Sales Tips. Tell us a bit about this book. Have, have you written this book um, with COVID-19 and lockdown in mind? Um, what was your reasoning behind it? Actually, no. It was. It, it was. Um, I wrote this before the before we even heard about the coronavirus. Um, so it was. It wasn't with that in mind. Uh, my real motive for for publishing that ebook was I wanted to offer something on my website that people could download for free. So it's a. It's it's it's, it's a it's a bit of a summary of my relationship selling or successful selling unlock book, um, but with some more updated sales tips. Um, you know, because we live, we, we're living in a changing environment and even more so today than any other time. So salespeople continually have to adapt. Um, so there were some new tips I've brought into that book with, with, with that in mind that, you know, what has changed and how, how should this um, influence salespeople to consider how they need to adapt their sales strategy, their sales approach, etc. So it, it's really, it's an ebook that's for free on my website for people to download. Um, because I'd like to offer people some value as well if I'm going to engage with them down the line. That's great. I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned tips. <laughs> Would you be able to share us, you know, one or two top tips that people can take through this period and that they can focus on in, in you know, enforcing business relationships and, and strengthening their business relationships? Sure. Um, let me share one or two that, that uh, are in that book. 
Um, I, the, one, the one tip is something I learned uh, probably 20 years ago. I was driving in my car and I was listening to, um, uh, to a, an audio book. Um, and it was, I can't remember, I can't even remember who the author was, but what's more important is what he was teaching us. That he asked, the, he's, he's actually, he's in America and he, he does a lot of um, motivational talks. He writes a lot of books and he, he, he asks a question of his audience. He asks the audience, can you please tell me what is the function of any business? And he says, the majority of people will respond by saying that the function of any business is to make money or to make a profit. And then he reminds them about the difference between the function of a business and the goal of a business. And he says, you should not confuse the function of the business and the goal of the business. The goal of the business is to make profit and more money. But the function of any business is to get and to keep customers. So, you know, against the background of some of the questions you've been asking me, um, if we always remember the function of getting and keeping customers, sometimes keeping customers, especially in the time like we are now, means that we're not going to be selling to them we're going to be giving them encouragement, support, maybe giving them uh, discounts or free services and products. Um, and he says, if we focus on the function of getting and keeping customers, the goal of making money or making profit will look after itself. And salespeople often are commission-driven. They earn commission. And so the same principle applies. When we are out selling, don't focus on the commission I'm going to get if I close this deal, focus on looking after my customer, giving them value. Um, the rest will look after itself because the customers will very quickly sense if you all you're interested in is their money. So that's the one. Focus on the function of your business or your, your job, and that is to get and to keep customers. Um, the other one, we've touched on this just now, but I, I think it's such an important one that I want to share it. Um, there's a book written by John C. Maxwell. He used to be the political advisor to George Bush Jr. Um, and he wrote a book called The 22 Immutable Laws of Success or Leadership. The exact title escapes me now. But there's a, there's a guy here in South Africa. He's also a motivational speaker and author by the name of Justin Cohen. And I attended one of his breakfast networking events a while ago, and he said he had an opportunity to meet John C. Maxwell and asked him which of those 22 laws in his book would he single out as the most important one. And John C. Maxwell replied, the law of connection. In other words, your ability to connect with others will go a long way in helping you to be successful. And there's so much, you know, there's so much we can talk about around how can you connect with others. We spoke briefly just now about using names, smiling, being a good listener, showing sincere interest in others, caring about others, all of that. But there's so much more. Um, but yeah, we need to consider how can I get better at connecting with others? Just one more. Can I share one more? Yes, please. Okay. And I don't know if this is in my, in my book on sales tips, but it's just something that I find when we're going through tough financial and economic times, um, it's very important for us to remember if we want to rise above the challenges that we, that we have to. Um, you know, and everybody understands that what we put into our minds, the positive thoughts are going to help us to be able to, to, to 
to act positively and to respond positively to, to negative situations and challenges. So uh, just to illustrate this, um, a few years ago, I was listening on 702 to an interview where they were interviewing Brian Joffe, who at the time was still the CEO of Bidvest. Mm -hmm. And at the time, South Africa were going through a technical recession. And Bidvest results had just come out. And as always, they were positive. And one of the questions they asked Brian Joffe on this radio interview is, how come, despite the fact that we're going through a, a recession, you guys still churn out these positive results? And Brian Joffe's response was, was to me very telling. He said, we, referring to Bitfest, we choose not to participate in a recession. So, you know, it's, a, it's your mindset. It's what you tell yourself. It's how you think that yes. will help you to, 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 you know, to produce positive results. And then one more example along a similar line. Um, it's, it's one of my mentors, a uh, guy by the name of Charles Toy. He's a very successful businessman in his own right. He's a big property developer in Centurion. And I was at a networking event a year or two ago where he was also addressing us and he made the following comment. He said, just because the economy of the country is shrinking, it does not mean that my personal economy has to shrink. So in other words, the disposable income of the country might be shrinking, but it doesn't mean your slice of that pie has to shrink. By being, by being positive, by choosing not to participate in a, a, a negative economy or a recession and being proactive. Because think about it, when there are recessions and the economic and negative growth, there are always companies and individuals that are growing, that are thriving, that are doing well. So it is possible. So if you focus on that, if you focus on, I love this expression of Jim Rohn. Um, he's, he, he was talking about having an abundance mentality and he asks the question, why go to the ocean with a teaspoon when you can go with a bucket? There's plenty for everybody. So if we, if we have that kind of mindset, that abundance mentality, we will attract, we will attract positive results for ourselves. Yes, those are, are extremely valuable tips and, and thoughts that you've shared with us now and with all our, our listeners and our audience. Thank you so much for this. And, um, it, it really brings positivity back to the listeners. Um, I think if you hear people being so positive and so focused during this time, it, it encourages positivity um, through our listeners. Um, please tell our audience more about where they can get hold of you, where they can get this ebook of yours on, on selling with more sales tips. Uh, sure, Rian. So both my, both my books are also available in ebook. They sell more with these sales tips and the one we were talking about earlier, Successful Selling Unlocked, Relationship Selling. So if you go to my website, uh, which is basically my name, uh, um, you will be able to download my uh, sell more with these sales tips uh, ebook for free. And the other ebook, you will see a link that is available on, uh, on Amazon um, platform. Also, my contact details are there. If anybody would like a hard copy, they can contact me and I can arrange to get a hard copy to them. Um, also, my LinkedIn profile. Anybody can search for me on LinkedIn and all my information will be on there as well. Thank you so much. And um, thank you for, for this time that you've spent with me this afternoon. Um, I, I really, the, the purpose of this was to bring hope 
and um, to tell people that that there are professionals out there that you know that got our backs, um, and you are one of those. You're really an inspiration to our audience, and um, I really thank you for this opportunity that you've granted me to speak with you this afternoon. You're welcome, Brianna. Thank you for the good work you're doing. Excellent. Thank you, Everard. Uh, so, uh, listeners, that was our interview with Eberhard Niklaus. As you heard, you could visit his website at eberhardniklaus.co.za and do yourself a favor, go and sign up for that free ebook, Sell More with These Sales Tips, and uh, we'll check back with you next week in our following podcast. Thank you so much for listening.